Hello, and welcome to the stage of greatness. I am Danielle Francine, and I have with me today my friend Ryan Burgess. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Ryan. I'm so excited to have you here with us. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for uh, for letting me be a part of this this podcast with you and sharing my my journey. Absolutely, absolutely, my pleasure. Yeah, and so just to give the audience a little, like a little back story. Um, so I think we met maybe like a year ago. Yeah, probably not more. So yeah, somewhere around that. And um, I was introduced to you as one of my dear friend, Louise, her okay. trainer to do the yes. crossing, right? To do the paddle. Um, and so that is pretty much what I knew of you up until maybe like a month ago where, you know, Louise had mentioned, oh, have you ever heard Ryan's story? I'm like, no, we talk about Ryan's story. <laughs> And then you and I, well, a couple of weeks ago, we connected um, in sure. during space and yes. you, know, you had let me into a little bit of that. And it was just an immediate, I was like, I don't even know your full story. And I know that people need to hear it and it's going to inspire so many people and help so many people and just really open up so many possibilities for others. So yay. I'm really excited to hear. Yeah. Talk. Thank you. Thank you for that. It's been a heck of a journey, and I'm looking forward to sharing my story with you. So, cool. So, let's start with the current. So, what do you what do you currently do? You're involved in these things. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of all over the place. <laughs> um, I'm actually a head coach and trainer at a gym up here in Jupiter, Florida, called Metabolic. Um, we are a group fit fitness um, boutique type of style strength programming. So uh, I've been there for the past, well, I've been, I was started as a client and now I've worked my way into uh, becoming head coach there. And, and I absolutely love it. And uh, when I'm not at the gym, you can find me involved with a nonprofit called uh, Piper's Angels Foundation. And we have an annual event called Crossing for Cystic Fibrosis. So that is where we paddleboard from Bahamas back to Florida, 80 miles and uh that's a journey in itself that's a whole story in itself i should say oh my god yeah that's badass yeah i mean number one just the like me wrapping my head around that 80 mi paddling 80 miles yeah and i mean you know someone like me i'm in pretty good shape and i'm like i could sure. not ever do that my mind yeah. of that so that kudos to you and everybody thank you that does that and so you have completed that solo like by yourself Correct. right yeah so there's there's different ways of of joining the crossing um a majority of people i would probably tell you do like a two or four person relay so they're constantly like getting off and on the boat throughout that 80 miles myself um right when i heard about it i was all about the the full 80 so, uh, yeah, you know, it's just one of those, those physical, not even just physical, but the mental aspect of, of doing something like that, um, of that caliber and in that type of an endurance is, is beyond of anything I could think of. And, um, so I went all in and, uh, I've completed the crossing four times, uh, me and a buddy of mine are the only ones to do it four times, beach to beach, all 80 miles, never getting on the boat. I didn't know that you were the only one. You and yeah, Josh, my buddy Josh Lanfear. Yeah, nice. So, 
Yeah. And what was your what was your fastest time? Uh, 2021, I completed it in uh, 13 hours and 32 minutes. And that was one hell of a year. We had uh, six foot swells the whole night. We actually had to cancel the crossing coming in for all the revision. Uh, I compete, so I was allowed to keep going. But you saw my in that year, you would know that I left my heart and soul out on that ocean. And um, yeah, it was rough. It was bad. Mm. But got through it that's a whole other mindset first just crossing with the 80 miles and then with that type of i don't even know what to call it i mean the ocean is just an animal in itself it is it is and and i have the must up respect for the ocean it for me it's a lifestyle you know i'm out there it's just a part of my life and, and being in it on it over it you know i i love being on the water and it's it's a place for me to you know, escape from the world and, and clear my thoughts or gather some thoughts, I should say, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, I'm prepared for those type of conditions. But when you put 80 miles with it, yeah, it's it's element. Mm-hmm. Damn. So. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So what? How? So how did you find the crossing? Um, well, I got involved in the crossing. Um God, I'm trying to think back now. So it was 2018. I was kind of going through some personal struggles at the time and uh, really trying to find out who Ryan was and, you know, really fighting some addiction with drugs and alcohol. And a friend of mine, she sent me the link and um, looked it up, found Travis Suit, the, the uh, CEO and, and found founder of, of the foundation and was just completely blown away. I've grown up here in South Florida always been you know a surfer and kind of waterman and and, but I I would never took it to this level and uh, I looked it up I met Travis in February of 2018 at an event he looked me up and down he says you can do it I said let's go so I um I literally signed up without knowing a single person and it's forever completely changed my life and um I'm very thankful for the foundation because I feel like it's not only helped people with cystic fibrosis, but has also been a big part of my life journey in itself and saved me from where I was at at that time. Mm. Yeah. So it's, this is what I really want to know. <laughs> where were you at at that time? So let's yeah. go prior to the crossing. Like who were mm. you before the man that you are now? Sure. Yeah. I, um, like I said, I grew up here in South Florida. I'm very close to my family. Um, you know, we all live with like in this five mile radius up here in Jupiter. Didn't have a father figure growing up. So I was very rebellious. It was just my mom, my brother and I. And um, I, I was always like the troublemaker getting into things. And, you know, I started experimenting with drugs and alcohol at a very young age. And I uh, started in high school and then it just completely escalated from there. Um. You know, I, I started getting heavy into drugs specifically, and um, you know, I, I always found myself having to be like that center of attention type of guy. Um, you know, the party, the girls, the having fun, going out the clubs. I mean, we've all done it in our twenties. I just had to, you know, take it to the extreme. Always, everything I did in my life, it was like driving fast cars and you know, jumping out of planes and. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely lived on the extreme side yeah. and, um, 
you know, I was in my mid thirties and I have my own house at the time in, in Jupiter and, um, was really self-isolating in that, that place of, um, depression. And, um, I got really hooked on crack cocaine. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it started with the cocaine and then it, it, it went into harder drugs and, um, I, I was completely hooked and I was spending my last dollar. My, I had 40 bucks. I remember 40 bucks left my bank account. My house was going into foreclosure and, um, I'll, oh no, excuse me, October 23rd of 2017, I overdosed on crack mixed with uh, fentanyl and, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was the first and last time I was ever shot up with dope. And um, yeah, it was a really tough time in my life. Didn't think I was going to make it. <clears throat> so um, at that time, I, I was luckily the person I was with um, was able to call 911, give me CPR, mouth to mouth, keep me alive until the ambulance came, came and shot me up with uh, Narcam to revive me. So, yeah, I got heavy, got real heavy for a while. Yeah. So when you when you came out of that, like when you realized what had just happened, what was that like? What was that moment in time like if you could take us there? Yeah, so. It's 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 tough, you know, because it's um, it still hits me right there. Mm hmm. Because I, I was, you know, I was dead. I was dead. I'm not just physically, mentally, spiritually, everything. I was, I was not living life. And, um, you know, after my overdose, I checked myself out of the hospital. I walked home because I'm not far from it. And uh, I, I kept doing the things I was doing. I was still picking up the pipe, still smoking. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't until like my family, they knew something was going on and kind of had came over and gave me this little intervention. And, um, you know, for me at that time, I'm like, dude, it, it's time to throw the white flag. So I checked into uh, to rehab January of 2018. So I was still getting high and everything months after after my overdose because I didn't think I had a problem. Mm. You know, that's that's the that's the addiction side. Mm -hmm. And um, I can do it on my own. I can do it on my own. And I finally checked in a rehab in January of uh, 2018 and then turn around across an ocean six months later. Yeah. Wow. So that so walking yourself into the rehab and checking yourself in, was that something, you know, I know you said you're waving the white flag. Was that were you like? okay, yes, I'm doing this. Or were you like, oh, fuck, I got to do this in a row? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was a little bit of both. Um, yeah, it was a little bit of both because I am so close to my family and just having them over and watching, you know, the pain in their eyes and the suffering that I'm not only causing myself, but my family and friends, you know, it made me really realize like I had a serious fucking problem. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I went in through the program. I, at the time it was an inpatient or an outpatient, excuse me. And it was like three months, three or four months. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I was still like craving at that time. Cause those first six months of, 
of recovery are tough, man. It, it is so tough that six months a year. And, um, you know, again, like at that time, I was lucky to find Piper's Angels Foundation. And, and that was a huge turning point in my life of like having something to work towards and having an actual goal, yeah. you know? So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't know all that. <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. Yeah. I did not. And I mean, so just even with you sharing that, like I think about my, my graduating class, right? There's probably at least at least a dozen people that have passed away from sure. overdosing. Yep. And, you know, watching them and seeing them go in and out of rehab. And I have a problem. I don't have a problem. I'm good. I'm just going to use this instead of that. Right. And it's like, so for you to have made that shift, seeing the pain that it was causing your family and then realizing like, okay, like I got to get my shit together doing that, finding Piper's Angels, it's like, number one, your mindset. Yeah. I gotta yeah. do this. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, uh, it's tough because I'll tell you, like going back to what you just said, when I was in rehab, I, I mean, hearing everybody's stories going around the circle, it's like these people have been in, you know, two, three, four, five, a dozen times. Mm. You know, here I am my first time and it's actually my last one. You know, I, I still stayed in, in active for that first year and, and coming back to the program um, and was and we had like alumni nights and uh, being able to share my story and helping others in, in that type of environment was recovering itself for me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was it was powerful. Not, go ahead. No, I was just. Woo. <laughs> yeah, that is powerful. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because um, I'll never forget, like, just a quick story. I went back for alumni night when I was, um, you know, I, I completed my my outpatient program and I was going back for alumni night. So anyone who who completed got to go back and talk to people that were in recovery. And um, so we're going around the circle and I'm, I'm telling my story of uh, my incident, my overdose and everything. And there's this guy um, that's that's there. He's he's in, you know, alcoholic. And um, so I told my story and he gets up afterwards and um, he goes, I was the 911 operator on the phone with the girl that was giving you CPR. And my, I am not sure, I, I get goosebumps right now just like thinking about it and here this guy is and now in rehab and I'm on the other side. And um, yeah, I just kind of broke down and, and gave him a big hug. And, but yeah, he was a 911 operator on the other side. When they took that phone call for my overdose. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, talk about like people being divinely placed. Yeah. Not just once. Yeah. <laughs> but twice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. But yeah, that was um, you know a big turning point for me. Mm-hmm. So that was twenty eighteen. Eighteen. 2018, yeah. January 2018. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> what are, so like, you know, going through rehab and then finding the crossing those, I mean, those two things, huge healing mm -hmm. and recovering for you. Is there 
is there anything else that you what are the words that I'm looking for that you used to aid you along in your in your journey to like where you are now yeah yeah definitely um you know everyone has a different journey or path they take for the recovery you know I, I tried the AA for for that first at least six months to a year like after getting out of out of rehab I just found it wasn't for me and uh, it's okay. You know, it doesn't have to be for you. And then there's different ways and paths of taking your recovery. But mine was being on the ocean. You know, mm -hmm. I took my addiction right into the water. And I uh, really haven't looked back since now, you know, five crossings later. And um, getting healthy and getting in the gym, you know, it's it's like it becomes this this whole new lifestyle that I wasn't used to. I was an athlete growing up and I played sports, football and everything. Um, but to understand and really like start living a healthy lifestyle and cutting out all of the drugs and, um, you know, it's completely changed my life and, and be able to give back to others. Now that's the reward. That's why I do what I do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you and get what it. <laughs> oh my God. Absolutely. And it's like, what an awesome switch because you're, you're basically, you know, poisoning and killing your body before. Sure. And then you make this switch and you're like, oh, wait, and here's all of these yes. other things, right? It's, it's crazy. Like, there's so much. <laughs> yes. And it just, it's just ever since, like, it just keeps opening all these doors and I'm just constantly learning and giving back. It's like this forever cycle of learning, teaching, learning, teaching, and it just doesn't stop. And I love it. I'm addicted yeah. to it. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my God. Great addiction to have. Yeah. Yeah. So like one of the so, things that sticks out in my mind that we talked about and we're totally going to do another podcast about training and all of that, but yeah. some of the, to me, insane things that you do, like kettlebells at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, you know, I just got, I just kept growing and growing as this, um, as this waterman, as this paddleboarder and, you know, crossing after crossing and becoming the director of mentor mentorship and training others and watching them succeed across the ocean. And I just wanted to expand my knowledge. And I'm like, how do I, you know, what do I do? I want to take things to the next level. So I went out of my comfort zone or not really, but um, <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't say that because I signed up to uh, read down in Costa Rica by myself uh, with Laird Hamilton. And if, if you know anything about Laird Hamilton, he is the pioneer of water sports. He is big wave surfer, complete legend. And um, he had this retreat called XPT, Extreme, Extreme Performance Training. So I got to go down and train with him and learn a whole different new of like knowledge and techniques to take with me. And that, that was underwater um, kettlebell and dumbbell work. And um it's yeah to to drop a you know 40 pound weight to the bottom of the ocean and, and crawl it back up it's pretty cool it's here you know it goes mm -hmm. back to that to that mental mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah absolutely and i mean so that and that you are the the head of the mentorship yep or the yeah so okay yes we know that you are very mentally strong <laughs> you have to be <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Um, what my, I think my brain is stuck on this. I'm like, I had a question and it's gone. That's all right. 
<laughs> oh, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, so you you are now full time into training and you're the head coach and you're, you know, very you have a very strong presence with the crossing. What were you doing prior to that because you just made that transition recently, right? Yeah, yeah. Um you know, that that was another part of of my journey, my life is like I I felt growing up like I had to have the house, the white picket fence, you know, the dog in the yard and everything. And I come to realize like that shit that ain't one for me, you know, and and I grew up in a different way. <laughs> And uh, maybe a little faster than others, but, you know, I was stuck in that corporate world for so long, like hating life and butting heads with my boss. And it just never gave me joy, never gave me happiness, fulfillment. And, um, you know, I was fortunate enough. I, I was able to sell my house at the time and um, moved in with with my girlfriend. And it just opened up opportunities because right when that money hit the bank, you know, I, I walked right into corporate America and I said, I'm out <laughs> <laughs> in, in less words, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, it just, it wasn't for me. And, um, then I got really involved with metabolics and, and getting tried and, um, and, and now the, the head coach nice. and, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a blessing and it's, it's, you know, it's been a blessing. I'm very grateful, but it, it came with a lot of hard work and reps, mm -hmm. you know, I, I had to put in that time and, and I had to go through that part of my life of the addiction and, and everything I was, you know, working with and depression and whatever you want to call it, but I made it. I'm here. Yes. And I'm talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> and that was so when we were together a few weeks ago, right? So we were in Journey Space, listeners know yep. at plant medicine. Yep. Sure. And so with intentions as we were going around you know mine was like oh my god a year ago like I was like dying yeah. on the floor like I couldn't wait to be a year ahead of time to not be in pain to not suffer sure. to not right I was like my life is fucking amazing like I love yep. my life right and I get yep. to you and you're like it's fucking New Year's Eve we're gonna yeah. <laughs> I love everything yes it's like yeah oh my god so it's like just, your journey like yeah. all of the shit that you went through, right? And yeah, we we go through that for reasons, of course. Yep. And just the fact that you're sharing this, like, hey, I had this was my addiction. I died. And then yep. I continued. And it wasn't until yep. my family, right, that I made the decision. Then, right, corporate America. And then, like, all of these things and just trusting and moving. And now you're at a yeah. point where. I mean, you can see it on my face. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was, I, I really felt like I was just in this deep, deep, deep hole. And I just kept digging and, and working my way out of you know, and, and fighting the addiction and fighting this and fighting that. And um, yeah, I mean, now it, to be able to go to work and be passionate about what I'm doing and, and helping others and the reward is watching them get better, stronger, faster. And even, you know, being a mentor on the water, like I love teaching people, you know, new tricks and ways of, of understanding. And it's just, it's incredible. And then you, you know, just, I wear my heart on my sleeve and um, to be now like a leader and someone in within my community that people look up to from that, that little scrawny kid that was an, you know, an addict. It's, uh, it's been pretty amazing. 
Yeah. Pretty amazing. It's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> so I happy. And yeah. I feel like I know you so much better now also. <laughs> <laughs> now I really know you. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's so cool. So. so with training and and being the head coach and you know the level of involvement you have, what is your what's your favorite part of all of that? The success of of my clients. Mm. Yeah, hands down. Um watching them like, you know, PR on a certain movement or adding weight, it's just you know, I, I feed off that shit. I, you know, I love it. It's just like that group fitness environment. You know, we're, we're a lot different. We're not, you know, we are strength. We're, we're built on strength. So, um, you know, our girls are strong, our men are strong and, and I love it. I just, it, it fills my heart. It really does. Yes. I feel so, you. That was always yeah, my yeah, favorite. You know the feeling. Yeah. Watching yeah. other people. It's like, ah! get more excited yes. for them than I do for me. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's no different than like Louise, you know, 65 years old and coaching her and training her, you know, to watch her cross the ocean. And it's just the reward of, you know, watching these people step on the beach. It's like no other. Cause I've had that feeling. I've had that feeling more than anybody. And mm -hmm. to, to watch them succeed. That's it. That's all it is, man. Giving yeah. back. Absolutely. Well, not only that, it's like, who you are to those people yeah like how louise sees you because of what you basically gave to her right that sure. gift for her to be it i mean could she have done it with a different person probably and not like you not yeah. with the mindset not with the right and yep. yeah that's it yeah yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. Uh-huh. I love it. Stuff. I love yeah. it. So yeah, so if we have people in SoFlo listening, would you like to give your how to get in touch with you if they want to train with you, if they want to like tell us about yeah. that? <laughs> I mean, you know, we're we're always looking for paddlers and um always looking for for good people to come with a good cause. Um, you know, it's we've grown so much in these past few years and now we we had uh, 180 paddlers this past year for the crossing for cystic fibrosis. So you can definitely check us out on our Instagram. Mm. Um, you know, I've kind of stepped back just a little bit as far as being the director of mentor, but I'm doing more one-on-one -on -one clients and, and really helping them succeed with their journeys, whether that's on the water and in the gym. And um, yeah, I mean, I, my Instagram, you can find me at uh, rburgess08. And, um, but yeah, you know, it's, I'm, I'm here to, to give back and yeah. um, watch you succeed. Awesome. And so I guess my last question would be, because I really <clears throat> want to know for myself, <laughs> what do you see for you in the next say like year or two do you have certain things that you want to do accomplish yeah you know my mind's just like always working now it's like how do I go to that next level how do I you know um yeah you know right now I'm working with metabolic and, and I absolutely love it I don't see myself leaving there in in one fashion or another but really kind of developing my own program and, and um involving the water and the training aspect 
with maybe recovery in there. So having that that three combination, I think um, nobody else is really kind of doing something like that, you know, and really taking that underwater training. I'm actually going out tomorrow with my buddy Josh, and we're going to do some underwater, some dumbbell work. So, yeah, nice. just, you know, always finding new creative ways to, to go to that next level. Absolutely. We'll see. Yes. I would like to say I'll come and do that with you, but yeah, <laughs> come out, come up to the jupe. Get my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do great. You can cross the ocean easily. Are you kidding me? Get you on a board. Again, that mindset. It, and it's the, you know, like I think about it and just not even being on a board, just being in the ocean. Like when yeah. it's all died and the waves, I just, yeah. I'm not even comfortable with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the key little factor is too, I don't I haven't told the audience yet, but you do leave the, uh, the Bahamas at 12 o'clock in the morning. So mm. you spend a good six hours in the pure darkness of the, uh, the middle of the ocean. So that's a whole experience in itself. But that sunrise is like no other. Absolutely magical. Yeah. I bet. I could yep. see that. And again, based on your perspective, like pitch black, no anything, either that's Nothing. really peaceful for some people or terrifying. Yeah, it can certainly go either way. I mean, I've had my moments where I laid down and looked at the entire galaxy, you know, mm -hmm. and then I've had just like, I cannot wait for the sun to come up. So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, to each its own. Mm hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, yes, I would love to have you back and do a show on training, different types of training, yeah. the body, you know, the, that is, all of that is vast. Sure. You know? mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, no, I loved, I love to come back. I think, um, you know, it's a great connection with us and, um, you know, having a passion and, and love for what we do and to be able to help and uh, with others, certainly we can get, yes. we can have some fun. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. people, all the things that you want to know, training, everything, anything, reach out to Ryan. I'll put his information in the show notes. Also, don't be shy. He's amazing. Amazing. I didn't read Thank all your you. titles at the beginning, but I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a laundry list. And yeah. that's Ryan. <laughs> Don't be shy. Yeah, I'm I'm far from shy. So I'm, yes, I'm pretty much an open book. Yeah, you know. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The first the first time I met you, I'm like, okay, well, he is not shy. <laughs> he is also not quiet. Okay. Do I like this or do I not? I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I try not to be too obnoxious, but <laughs> you do well. You're good. You're thank, you. thank you. <laughs> all right. Awesome. So thank you so much for sharing all the things that you shared, your story, your thoughts, your feelings, all of it really. <clears throat> um, and it was a pleasure to have you and I'm really looking forward to having you back and yeah. really grateful to have connected with you yeah. number one, but also like number two in this way. For sure. Yeah. Like, thank you. No, thank you. I, I appreciate it. It's it's still important for me to to share my story. And if that inspires or helps others, then, then we're doing it right. So mm -hmm. thank you for having me on and definitely looking forward to coming back. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. All right, All right guys. Bro. So 
until next time, this is Danielle again with the Stage of Greatness. Share this with people that you feel need it. <clears throat> Do all of the things, whatever you feel in your heart, just follow it. It's always right. Till next time. See you guys. <laughs>